This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League. Here's your host, John Keane. Hey, welcome to the show. We have lots ahead, including the reigning CHL Player of the Year back at the WHL. Logan Stankoven and Kamloops back in trying to lead his hometown. Havel Novak has been declared cancer-free. The three-year Kelowna Rocket import forward received a clean bill of health this past week after a five-month battle. We'll hear from him as well. Brandon Weed Kings, the first East Division team through the BC Division this year. And for Brandon, it's been four years since they've toured the BC Division. We'll have more on that. And spin that wheel. Connor Roulette, WHL Player of the Week. Saskatoon Blades forward and Dallas Stars prospect will wrap up our show. First up. Logan Stankoven has been returned to Kamloops by the Dallas Stars after playing in five preseason games. And he's back for his 19-year-old season. Yeah, obviously it's uh, kind of a win-win situation, I feel. Like, uh, obviously it would have been nice to stay in Dallas and, and uh, you know, play in the best league in the world. But at the same time, I get to come back and play in my hometown in front of friends and family again and uh, with this great group of guys that we have. And uh, at the end of the year, we'll have a Memorial Cup to play for. So that's something that, uh, you know, I'll, I'll look forward to. And uh, at the same time, though, you know, take those things that I learned in Dallas and kind of bring them back here to, to make me a better player. As a young guy, as a 19-year-old on that stage, I mean, you almost have to fight the urge to sort of pinch yourself because you're in this environment where you and Jamie Benn are laughing on the bench and uh, you're playing six NHL preseason games and you're, you're playing at the highest level at 19, probably trying to hide the fact that this is so much fun as well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think just the whole experience being being able to, to to walk into the rink and see those guys like the Bens and the Sagans and and uh, you know even Mason Marchment. Um, those guys are, are special players and they're kind of veterans. So you know you kind of kind of learn from them and and kind of get them get to know them a little bit more. And you know yeah, like you said, joke around with them a bit, have some good laughs. But at the same time, you know I think the feeling of, of going back to junior was something that I kept in the back of my mind and. I think that's uh, it was more of a realistic, uh, you know, kind of place for me this season, and um, you know, no no better place to be than you know in my hometown. You made a great comparison to what that level was like compared to when you first broke into the WHL playing games at 15. Uh, take me back to that. Yeah, I think just everybody's uh, a lot bigger and stronger, and it's harder to create chances and and score on those goalies. Uh, it's the best of the best, and it's a similar feeling to, to how I how I felt when I was 15 and 16, kind of uh, you know coming up through the WHL ranks and, and trying to figure out how to score on the goalies and and uh, keep up to the to that place that pace of play. But uh, I feel like. You know, the more games I get at that level, you know, I think the more I'll be able to feel uh, comfortable uh, in my shoes and, and uh, you know, hopefully stick around uh, longer next year. You're the reigning CHL Player of the Year. You come back for your 19-year-old season. What sort of expectations do you have on yourself? And do you have to fight maybe not having those expectations as high as maybe the fans or the league would have on you? Yeah, obviously it'd be nice to, to be a repeat winner of that, that award. But uh, at the same time, you know, there's so many other great players in the league, and you know, a lot of those younger guys are year older, like Bedard and and uh, you know Andrew Crystal, and some great younger guys like that, right? So, um, you know, I've I've already sort of missed a few games here, so um, I think just uh, focus on you know what I can do to to become a better player and in person here in the organization, and kind of help the younger guys out, and um, you know, kind of come back next year uh, with Dallas and and make sure that. Uh, 
you know, I'm, I'm fully prepared and, and ready to make that next jump. When you get back to this team here, you know this team is probably going to undergo a, a transition. But just having everybody back except Fraser Minton still with the Maple Leafs, how does this group feel about the team they have now and, and how they'll progress throughout the season? Yeah, I think we're pretty confident. Um, we had a, a good good group of guys coming back this season and a good mix of guys that can score and put the puck in the net, but uh, also guys that can, can kind of play a little bit more grittier and, and kind of go to the go to the net and uh, you know score goals in tight. So um, I think this season we're, we're going to have a good mix and a, a good team. And for myself, I'm just excited to kind of get back in the lineup and uh, you know kind of create that chemistry again with uh, you know some some of my teammates and and uh, just, uh, you know, prepare for what's going to be a big weekend. First day back with the team, and uh, like we do see sometimes with, with travel, uh, not everything arrives here, so you get the day off of practice here, I guess. Yeah, not everything arrived last, uh, last night when I flew in, so uh, gear, luggage, sticks, uh, it's all missing right now, and uh, going to be waiting for that to come, come in hopefully uh, either later today or tomorrow morning so that uh, I can have all my, uh, all my gear ready to go for uh, this weekend's games. All right, last question. Be honest with me now. After two weeks of the NHL lifestyle, what's the biggest thing you'll miss from that level and, and being at that, uh, at that level? Uh, I'd probably have to say uh, the private jet. Private <laughs> jet for sure. Um, just the meals you get on the, the plane and the extra leg space and everything. Uh, you're treated like uh, royalty. So, uh, yeah, pretty good lifestyle and uh, something that you gotta, you got to earn. So uh, hopefully next year that's something that I'll be looking forward to enjoy. All right, something to shoot for. Logan, it's, it's great to have you back. Thanks a lot. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, John. From the drop of the puck to the Ed Chenault Cup, this is the WHL This Week Radio Edition. Minnesota Wild prospect and three-year member of the Kelowna Rockets, Pavel Novak, received some good news this past week. Regan Bartel caught up with him from the Czech Republic. My uh, doctor appointment uh, on Tuesday, and uh, they told me uh, everything is uh, all right, and uh, I'm cancer-free, so uh, that's my good news. Oh, that is tremendous news. We're so thankful. We're so happy for you. When you heard that news where your doctor said, Pavel, you're cancer-free, did it feel like the, the weight of the world was lifted off your shoulders? Oh yeah, of course. You know, I was uh, I was actually very nervous last like few few days before my appointment, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm very happy and I'm very glad uh, I'm healthy again. You went through you know quite the circumstance though over the last what five months. There's been a lot of is it was it chemotherapy? What type of how did they try to treat the cancer? Yeah, it's uh, it was the chemotherapy so uh i had to go uh i think every every third week to sit for a few hours to the hospital and uh, i was getting uh, chemo so you know it was it was it was pretty tough time for me because you don't feel very well after after all all this chemo and you are tired your stomach is upset you feel like you will throw up every every uh, every time so mm-hmm. yeah like i said it wasn't hard but you know with my family and uh, my friends and of course my girlfriend it was it was a lot easier talk about your doctors and, and how how great they were to work with you you called them heroes and they indeed were 
Oh uh, yeah, like I said, they are my heroes. It started with my uh, doctor here in uh, in my town when uh, I came back for, from uh, Kelowna, and uh, you know, I had COVID in playoffs, and uh, Minnesota wanted to do some uh, blood work because they weren't sure if everything is okay. So we did the blood work, and the test didn't turn out very well. So I had to go for uh, like more appointments. Then they found uh, find out uh, something is wrong so uh, then I continue with my uh, oncological doctor and uh, she was she was great she told me there is a really big chance uh, I will be healthy again and I trusted her a lot and I, I have to say she did uh, she did uh, she did her best and yeah that's why probably I'm healthy right now yeah, Pavel Novak joins us here on the phone line, former Kelowna Rocket. We call him now former Kelowna Rocket because we anticipate he'll play pro when he returns to playing hockey full-time. Again, now cancer-free. That's the great news, and that's why we wanted to you know, spend some time with Pavel just talking about his road to recovery. So let me get this straight, Pavel. You had COVID, and really because you had COVID, that resulted in more tests, and then they found out you had cancer? Was that really how it, how it sort of went down? Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Actually, I didn't, feel, I, I didn't feel that bad, so that's everything was just because of COVID. But like when I'm thinking about it lately, I think uh, I had some problems after the virginus, you know, I felt I felt uh, more tired. I was sweating a lot when I was sleeping, but I never I never thought I have some like health problem. I always thought it's just, you know, uh, it's it's okay and uh, everyone has the same same problems. So like lately I can I can see I had some problems, but I never thought it's going to be cancer. When you were getting your cancer treatment, you probably saw others that were also fighting the the disease. Is it not a humbling experience? Does it not really bring life into perspective? We always think about hockey, and we're always focused on hockey. And I guess when we're battling cancer, which can and has claimed many lives across the world, doesn't it really bring in perspective what, I guess, life is all about and how valuable your health is? Yeah, like, you know, uh, I have to say, I will, I, I always was, like, a little little upset when I wasn't playing much or when I didn't score a goal or when we lost, but uh, right now it's, it's a little different for me. You know, I'm actually very happy I, I won this fight. I can live, and everything what I do for me right now is you know, I'm just enjoying everything what I do, like breakfast, uh, workouts. I can work with my dad, like, you know, everything is fun right now for me. So, like I said, for me it's, it's just health right now and everything else it really doesn't matter i know there's going to be a lot of people back here in Kelowna and across the hockey world they're going to be cheering for you and uh just hoping that your dream comes true of not only a beating cancer but playing in the nhl so good luck pavel uh thank you i really appreciate that and uh you know it was a lot of fun to talk with you so uh, like i said just uh best of luck in the season and i will be watching 22 teams, one goal. This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition.
The branded Wheat Kings are touring the BC Division for the first time since 2018. Head coach Don McGilvery says it's a nice change of pace to head out west after the pandemic changed their travel plans the past two years. It's exciting for the guys. I think um, that we're playing nice buildings. All the buildings are are really nice and uh, have an atmosphere and um, and all the teams are good. They're all competitive teams and uh, we haven't played a lot of these teams. They haven't played us, so uh, it'll be exciting for our guys. Uh, and you know, again, it's just the unknown uh, of what uh, what to expect. And hopefully, like I said, we can worry about our game and try to get our game going the right way. And if we do that, then you know we'll give ourselves a chance every night. The Western Hockey League Player of the Week. A big week for Saskatoon Blades forward Connor Roulette traded to Seattle to start the season. Roulette is coming off a big week that included a hat trick. And as Les Lazaric explains, he's leaning on his Indigenous roots for inspiration. Thank you very much, John. Joined by Connor Roulette, the latest Western Hockey League Player of the Week with five goals and three assists for eight points as the Blades went 2-2 this past week. Uh, Connor being Western Hockey League Player of the Week. First time, I understand, which is somewhat surprising, but that's the way it goes. What was the week like for you? <laughs> yeah, um, it was it was really good. Um, kind of started off with just going home, back home, uh, getting to see the family, getting to kind of um, play in front of a lot of familiar faces again. And, um, you know, just just getting, you know, the legs back under us. Uh, you know, first few games, uh, you know, I got back to the got back to Saskatoon, had a couple games, but then we had a, a little bit of rest time there to get going again. And uh, I thought I thought we came out, um, you know, a little, a little slow the first few games. But uh, by the end of the week, I think, you know, as, as a team, we were, uh, you know, everyone was playing a lot better. Everyone was moving their feet. And uh, when you have a team that's hot like that, you know, in those, in those types of games, in those types of periods, um, offensive, you know, offensive opportunities come. And awesome that our line was able to produce on those uh, on those opportunities and um, yeah obviously get the, the player of the week it's, it's pretty special uh, lots of family and friends were really proud and um, you know it was a surreal moment and um, you know like I was telling everyone else like it's still early in the year I think uh, lots more guys on this team lots more guys that I uh, you know I've been playing with I think can you know get that get that honor get that uh, accomplishment and um, you know I think it's just a start for you know some of the guys and uh, you know I'm really proud of uh, you know really proud of it your second career hat trick. Do you remember the first one? Yeah, I remember the first one. Just like it was yesterday, we were playing against the uh, Victoria Royals. I think it was October fifth. Uh, it was a home game, and um, it technically wasn't a hat trick. Uh, my third goal, I got tripped on. I think it was like a partial breakaway on our on our blue line, and I got tripped, and they gave me the goal. But um, this one was a fun, you know first time I got to score three actual goals. The first one was just two and a. Uh, give me but it's awesome when you get to get that accomplishment you know um, you know I always tell everyone like my slap shot my one-timer is not really the best and to get in on the one-timer after never really taking one-timers uh, I had a close buddy of mine text me he's like is that the first ever one-timer you've ever taken because I, I you know I'm not one of the guys that likes to shoot that much so um, it, was, it was pretty cool it's a real moment and yeah I think I'll remember this one for a while just like I remember the other one. No doubt about that. Connor you're a guy that uh got traded to Saskatoon just before training camp was to start. Everything was geared towards going back to Seattle. All of a sudden, it's turn around, let's get ready to go to Saskatoon. You end up in Dallas's training camp. What's the adjustment been like for you coming to Saskatoon, the Eastern Conference, the East Division, considering everything was geared towards Seattle in the U.S. Division just yeah. up until the end of, uh, the end of August? Yeah, I thought I thought it's been pretty e- like easy, as in um, you know I get get to the billet house, get to meet the billets, and um, you know the billet house actually it's it was kind of a a really good really good spot for me. I think uh, you know on, on the drive there I was kind of telling 
um, you know, that I, w I was hoping I get, a, you know, the basement or my own bathroom, that type of thing. And I got everything I asked for. And, uh, you know, a lot of the guys on the team here are, you know, great guys, great locker room guys. So able to gel with those guys, fit in with those guys, and then, you know, go, go back, being able to go back to the build house and have a nice, you know, nice setting. It's, uh, it really does make you feel at home. And um, when you go to Dallas and you kind of get that experience, then you get to come back here um, already feeling at home, already feeling ready for the season. Um, I think the biggest thing was just the new teams, having played against all these teams and you know a really long time lots of new players new goalies um, you know just new new playing style but uh, I think everything off the ice was you know just fit really like a glove and um, I think the last few games I've been able to find that that mojo against the other teams and um, I guess you know I think I get to play against some of those uh, American teams later on the season so um, yeah just I think it was just more of the, the, the on ice the, the games and the new teams and all that stuff. Tell me a little bit about your background. You're proud. You mentioned the fact that you're Indigenous. You're an Indigenous Manitoba Athlete of the Year a couple of years ago. Give me the background as to your background. Yeah, um, you know, my dad. My dad grew up on the reserve, uh, Sandy Bay First Nation, and my my mom. My mom spent a lot of time up north as well. She grew up. Uh, my grandma kind of had to move a lot because she was a doctor and she was doing a lot of school stuff. But um, yeah, growing up, I always just loved being up north, fishing with my you know my cousins and my uncles, and um, you know just being outside, being close to the land. It's kind of been my my favorite thing to do. Um, you know, just also, you know, spending a lot of time in the, the winter as well, playing in Indigenous hockey tournaments and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I'm really proud of where I come from and, you know, what I what I do. And, um, you know, just being able to be a role model for all the Indigenous kids as well has been awesome. And, um, you know, being being proud of my roots, I hope to, you know, make other kids proud of, you know, their roots as well. So it's, uh, it's a great feeling for sure. Speaking of role models, there's a statue out front of Sastel Center, the first ever Indigenous man to play mm -hmm. in the National Hockey League. You know about Fred Sasakamoose. Have you had a chance to look at that statue out in front of the building here? And what does it mean to you to see that? Yeah, um, obviously he's a, he's a legend for sure. And, um, you know, really, really big role model. And that, that statue out there really, you know, means a lot. You know, you get to come to just watch a hockey game. You know, being an Indigenous person, probably never been at this, this arena before. And to see that outside, and, um, you know, it's just a, it's a comforting, you know, just to have that recognition and, you know, that being able to be recognized as a, you know, an Indigenous athlete and have the, uh, you know, he's kind of, he's in the TP thing there. It's, uh, it's really cool. And, uh, you know, obviously they have that, that big tournament here as well. Mm -hmm. to, so one of the biggest Indigenous hockey tournaments in the, in the, in the world and, um, you know, great hockey and being named after him has been, uh, you know, it's awesome. Everyone, everyone kind of looks forward to it. I always, kinda, I always uh, chirp AC and kind of joke around with AC every time he, he shoots in practice or whatever. I always tell him to save it for Freddie because um, it's just, it's, you know, it's such a, such a big tournament and um, he's, he's such a guy that his legacy will, his legacy will carry on forever just being, uh, you know, recognized as such a great hockey player and a great role model for us Indigenous people players. Connor, I appreciate your awareness. Thank you for the time. Wish you all the best as you move forward this season. Thank you. Thank you. Connor Roulette of the Saskatoon Blades, the Western Hockey League's Player of the Week. Back to you, John. Hey, that's the show. Big thanks to Regan Bartell in Kelowna, Chase Johnston with Brandon, and Les Lazarick in Saskatoon. Thanks, guys. That's the show. I'm John Keane. Have a great weekend.